Good afternoon, this is Wave 105, live across the south coast. There is Gypsy Rover, one of the 14 tracks on a new album, A Lovely Life to Live. It's a collaborative album. I love that word, it's not used enough. And the collaboration is between the one and only Jules Holland and the equally inimitable Mark Oldman. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon to you too. Uh, how how are we keeping? I mean, th- this project, 10 years in the making, don't tell me you've done a Tears for Fears and oh, been shut away. That, is it really? I, well, I I mean, I, I first started touring with, with, with Jules in about in 2002, 2000. I mean, we, we've known each other before then, but in 2002, 2003, I forget the exact exact one, I started touring with Jules as, as, as a guest, and I've probably toured several times, and half a dozen, I don't know, quite a lot of times since then. And during that time, we, we've performed lots of different songs, and some of them we've kept, some of them have gone by the wayside, some of them worked, some of them didn't. We've written songs along the way, and I'd gradually sort of um, creating this, this, this chemistry together of, of, of writing knowing the kind of songs that each each, each other likes as well so I, I know when I'm doing a song for Jules I know it's got to be in Jules's world and it's got to fit in my world as well so we, we can come in that place come to that place in the middle where we can both know what, what each other likes music wise and we love a lot of the same music anyway so it really has been a long long process over probably since 2003 for this album to come to f- f- fruition how do you become one of Jules's guests? I mean, Jules, I've seen you live many times, and and the the guest list. I mean, they must. Do people queue up to come on that, or or do do you go out and seek them? Well, it's. I mean, first of all, you have to have the qualifications, which ah. Mark does. And so, for instance, you know, I mean, Ruby Turner is always part of our orchestra. Yes, but Mark's been the guest often as well because he has that thing, which is <coughs> the physical power and confidence to be at the front of a big band, which not everybody can do, and also to have an understanding of kind of what works with a big band. And it's quite it's not all singers just having a good voice, which obviously Mark has, but you that's not enough. You need more than that. You need this sort of ability to drive. You need to have an H G V license. Right. Goods vehicle, because it's a great big thing that you're sort of you're driving. And so and it's getting the vibe of it. And I think what has happened in the last few years, Mark has as we've, we've done different songs with him, which have been, and written songs, but it's all been with the audience in mind. And we thought, well, this is, this, you know, the people like this, we should make it, we should actually record this. And which is, which is, and that's why a record has been made, because we've been making the music for the people who come and see us live, who we love. But it's kind of a design for them. It's not like some people just sit at home and and, and write a, a record. We, we're, we're writing it to perform it live. And so it's, it's and we've now gone to the studio to capture that. And I was going to say, is, is that always the, in the back of your head, the transition from uh, a studio environment to whether it will actually carry it off with the band on a stage with an audience? It's, it's the other way around. We do, we, if we do it on the stage, you can see straight, you can sense straight away. You know, if you sit in a meeting with some record executives, no, no matter how marvellous they are, oh, this is good, this is... But if you're doing it live, you can see whether people what ones people really like and what they don't so that's what we've kind of is, is we've used the we've used the people as our as our listening board yeah mm-hmm. and and um and trying out the songs and developing them in in a way and that, that's very old school way of doing things and and for me i think you've got to when i come on the stage to, to, to do a show i think what's very important with, with work with working with someone like the, the rhythm there's a lot of musicians behind you of top class musicians fantastic musicians you've got gilson levis behind, behind behind you on on the drums what a powerhouse drummer you've got to really you know you've got to not just be able to stand there and and in front, you've got to embrace the whole band around you and you've got to bring them in and bring them in to various things and and create a a chemistry of performing with the band. You know, you have a great trumpet solo, you've got to 
bring them into your to, to, to your space you know and, and so it, so it's a really it, it takes time I think over the years to really to, to really do that and I think I've reached a place working with with, with Jules and the Rhythm Blues Orchestra now that I that I feel I can do that it's so to me it's like, it's like I could be I could be in a little club working with a little band you know as opposed to working on a, a big stage with a big band it always has to feel intimate and um uh, and, and 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 close and everybody you're, you're you're conscious of everybody everybody around you all working to make that song well the proof of the pudding is in the eating let's have a listen to the title track uh, Jules Holland and Mark Oldman this is a lovely life to live Wave 105 that was a lovely life to live the lovely Jules Holland and equally lovely Mark Holman here this afternoon to talk about the album you're out on tour as well about halfway through the tour now let me have a look at your dates because you are going to be at the BIC in Bournemouth on the 8th of December I see you've already done Southampton and Guildford it's far flung you got, you're, not, you're not missing many places out are you? We like to we like to cover the waterfront. I mean, I think one of the things is is uh, you, you know where when we go on stage, I think a lot of the people come to see us. They've come to escape from something for a couple of hours, and what they don't realise is that we have too. Yes. So yeah. we can all enter that world together yes. and hopefully suspend for a couple of hours all of our lives and just be lost in that world, which is a nice world to be in. Yeah, because because the, the, I mean I mean being on stage, it's it's your reward as well because everybody knows that 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 the, 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 the travelling is difficult, all this and the other. You go all different ends of the country. You know, it's 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 quite a tiring life. It's mm. not a glamorous life at, at all, except for that couple of hours when you can get on stage and you can ha- you can be be glamorous and be kind of and and give and and and, and be fantastic and, and 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 that makes everything everything else just fade into ins- insignificance. It's all it's all about doing doing the show and, and the kind of journeys you get to, to to sort of do that. You know, can can be quite can be quite arduous, but it's it's it's, it's a reward. Hopefully, what we get and the audience get as we get from the audience and the audience get from us and that's why it's always important I think to be very conscious of your audience and how how they've paid for their ticket and you've got to give them a good show Well the album itself, uh, a lot of original material on there, there is of course the nod to Soft Cell with Tainted Love uh, there's Edith Piaf on there, uh, what, what was the criteria for choosing the ones that weren't original I mean a lot went by the wayside you said in the, in, in the interim years I think it has to be something that Mark felt comfortable singing and felt like it was he could make his own. And I felt the same. I felt it wanted to be something that where we made a version of something where we were creating our own mm. version that can then stand up um, by itself. And I think yeah. well, what was interesting as well is Mark was, which uh, it was Mark's idea, not mine, to do some of the Bobby. We do two Bobby Bland songs. Yeah. Bobby Blue Bland is a great one of the great blues artists. And I think that was a great choice because it's not an artist you'd necessarily associate with Mark, and he delivers those songs great and like creates a new, a whole new vibe on Bobby Bland, which is great. Yeah, I think I think one thing I've always tried to do is to be be a curator of music in a way of collecting music and collecting songs, and, and not always going for the most obvious cover versions that everybody does. You know, the, the, the standard when you do your standard rap pack kind of albums or or, or, or things like that. I think I, I love to kind of pick songs that, yes, that they're kind. Of the audience would feel that they that they would know them, but maybe not well enough. And then you can take them and stamp your stamp on them. And people kind of even there are even people that believe, oh, that song that you wrote, you know, that so and so and so. So I didn't actually write that. That was a song yeah. by so and so. And it becomes your song. And, and Jules came to me, and you you test it out on the audience, and you tell instantly with the audience that they, they 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 love it or not jules came to me with them um, hymn of love and yes. the um the, the hymn l'amour the, the edith pf song yeah and i just thought about it well that wasn't it was a great choice choice for me because I, I hadn't thought about it i love edith pf and french chanson music of course so jules knew that of me and so he bought me bought me that this song 
we did it a few times and the audience it was just like a, a great dramatic song to do with the audience and you and and you felt that but also it's not a song that's been overdone by too many people there's a couple of uh, british i think brenda lee is it brenda lee or i don't know what the bobby um the the the, the 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 couple of british versions of it but it's not a song that's been overdone and um kind of overcooked if, if you like so you can still take it the edith piaf lyrics actually are very very different to the english translation lyrics but uh, as is always the case with a lot of songs that have been translated but it's suddenly you can take that i thought i can take this song and i can make it something of my own song and people will here will equate that song hopefully my version with um with me you know with me look the enthusiasm in both your voices uh, is still evident after you know a few years in the business i have to say between you uh, so y- y- when when i go and see you live the enthusiasm and the energy is still there is there a sense and of backache uh, and backache as well <laughs> yeah. Ache and ache, yeah um but you know fr- from your point of view there must be gratitude to still be working in the industry this long and the gratitude that you get back from the audience must be quite endearing as well uh, well, I think it's absolutely. I th- we wouldn't be there. I always say, you know, I'm, I always thank the audience because we wouldn't be there without them. And I mean, yeah. there would be no orchestra. There would be no. Yeah. And I don't because. And I don't mean just thank them because they come that night, but because we exist because of them. Yeah. You know, and also when we're rehearsing, we have we have to have new things in all the time to keep it alive. You know, if you've got to love what you play and you've got to love the people you're playing it to, and then it all. Then if you're lucky, it all works. And but stay alive. You, and stay alive. Yes. Well, that's a detail. <laughs> yes. but, you know, and actually, for record sales, it doesn't always help. It works the other no. way around. Actually. Stay- yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Staying alive helps, I think, because because then you 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 cross into a different place of like you know of of Godfather of pop or Godfather. You become this different this different place. But 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 yeah, I, I think I, I always think I'm very very lucky to be able to still be out on on stage doing the things that I, I love to do and I, I, we can always have a moan and a grumble and, and a complain but 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 I think you know about the other about the, everything else but 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 being on stage is, is absolutely you know I always say I, I love being on stage so much that I act like I am even when I'm not yeah so, <laughs> so, so, so um but you know it's like I, I I wear kind of Cuban heels on stage so that they've taken their toll I've got you know my knees my, 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 my knees and my ankles are kind of you know but you know push me on stage in a, in a, in a one last moment I'm looking at those mobility scooters. Hey. I think if I yeah. jazz it all up, I can come on stage in one of them. Here's, here's to the next 40 years, eh? Here's to the next yes, 40 yes, years. Yes. Let's hope so. Listen, uh, BIC Bournemouth, Saturday 8th of December, Brighton Centre, Saturday 15th of December. You're right the way through to the 22nd of December. Uh, you'll have to fit there any Christmas shopping in at some other point. Uh, gentlemen, pleasure to have you on. Good luck with the album. It is a lovely life to live. It is out now. It's Jules Holland. It's Mark Thank Almond. Thanks for being on Wave 105. Thanks, Thanks Steve. Steve. Thanks. Thank you.